Welcome to the Sports and Media Show with Jeff and Joe. Jeff Owens is the WEIU-FM director at Eastern Illinois University, and Joe Gisandi is the author of Field Guide to Covering Sports. The Sports and Media Show is a sports podcast that talks about the media's coverage of sports. Now, let's go to the show. Welcome to the Sports and Media Show. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. We are having a good time. We've uh, this is our twenty fifth show. Twenty five. Twenty five. You believe that? We made it. Three more years. Three more, and it'll be as many years as I've been married. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's start off a little bit about a sports and media show. I think the I don't know if it's the most interesting, but it's really odd that our president Donald Trump um, is taking credit for um, Colin Kaepernick not having a job. I don't want to get into the politics of it all. Oh, why not? But. But my thought is, doesn't he have better things to do as, as the president of the United States than to worry about whether or not Colin Kaepernick has a job? Okay. Have you not seen his tweets at 2 or 3 in the morning or during the day or tweeting at different people? If a president of the United States is tweeting anything and is sitting around watching Fox or MSNBC or whatever, he's got way too much time on his hand. But he's claiming credit for everything. Yeah. You know, then I, th- I, mean, I think he's going to tell Al Gore and take over for him for the Internet, uh, you know. Everything, everything. But the thing that's interesting about that, in addition to that, I think that's wildly interesting. I've been, I've been, since January 20-whatever, I've been glued <laughs> to the news <laughs> seeing what's going to happen out of White, White House next. But Breitbart News, which is Steve Bannon, his yeah. number one guy, really, who used to run it, um, they're, they're saying that sports writers are in the tank, in the tank for Ka- Colin Kaepernick because they're saying he deserves a chance. Some sports writers have been saying he deserves a chance. What are your well, thoughts I mean, on that? I, I mean, I, it's not that he doesn't maybe deserve a chance. I can understand that, but I think a lot of people just are they're fed up with this entire politics and sports and standing up for this or that or the other. And I think people just want to enjoy their sports without the sideshow. That's what I think, and I don't think anybody's in the tank or whatever. I saw today where Sean Payton's thinking about giving Johnny Manziel a shot. I mean, does Johnny Manziel deserve another shot? I don't know. But to me, it's going to be a sideshow in New Orleans, and it's going to take away from what Sean Payton's done with the Saints. So it's just, it's, there's so much other stuff going on with Trump and Kaepernick and sports writers. It, it just, it's frustrating. And I just think people are tired of the sideshow stuff, and they just want to have politics and sports separated. I, 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 think, I think people say that. I don't know if it's true, but I think, I think I'm think i more inclined to believe what you say to be true. I mean, One more thing. Mike Florio for NBC, yep. um, he, he was arguing that the Browns owner, Jimmy Haslam, um, who is a Republican, won't hire Kaepernick because he has ties to Bush and everything like that. And my thought was, since when are the Cleveland Browns the arbiters of talent? How would they yeah. know if he was good or bad to have on there? Well That's said. the question that needs to be answered, right? Yeah, well said. Well right. said. Yes, very good. The NCAA tournament, uh, Sweet 16, uh, starts the night of this recording, uh, uh, down to 16 right. teams. Not a lot of um, surprises, really. A lot of the, you know, the chalk, as they say, has advanced. Uh, but it, it is, it, it's actually, I was surprised. What I thought was a really boring first two week or first weekend, two rounds, got great ratings. The sports ratings were up for college basketball, but the weather was bad out east, so that did keep a lot of people in oh, yeah. last weekend. Well, the, wasn't it the governor of Massachusetts telling people to sit home and make brownies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and watch the NCAA tournament. I so, don't know what was in the brownies, but hey, there you go. That so that helped a little bit, I think, with the weather. But I think people were just you know ready for. You know, again, like a lot of people said, the only time they watch college basketball is these few weeks. So, uh, But I was shocked that the ratings did so well uh, for the NCAA because it was really, really not that exciting of a basketball last weekend. Well, but what was interesting also was that 
all these people having these memes about being bracket busters. Yeah. And and I, I said, wow, was there a whole lot of them? And I went back and counted. I went, oh, there's all the number one seeds are still in, right? Other thing is except, except for God, no, 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 except for um, uh, Villanova. Villanova, yeah, Villanova. Right. And, but in that same bracket. Wasn't Duke the yeah, number two, two yeah. that's out? And I think there's only one double-digit seed left, uh, you know. So I mean, when you think about it, there's one eleven left. Everything else is pretty much top yeah, seeds like, uh, and big-name programs. I think I saw that the NCAA tournament had seven of the top ten TV programs of last week, yep. and that surprised me because I, I mean there were some good games, but I didn't think they were that compelling. Either. No, there wasn't any buzzer beaters, any late comebacks, or you know, it was a lot of a lot of double-digit win or double-digit you know point totals. So yeah, but. It is what it is, and we'll see what happens this week. Yeah, I'll watch tonight. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Spe- spe- two other TV shows I thought were interesting, well, shows. Uh, one was the uh, Golden State Warriors and the Oklahoma uh, Thumb- Thunder fighting one another. Yeah. That, that sort of had some play on social media, a whole yeah. lot of video. But the other one was the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I had that listed. Oh, the, I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's interesting you said that. I did. I couldn't get into it like a lot of people did. I mean, there are people that are gung-ho. They, you know, they couldn't wait to get home last night to watch the championship or the night before to watch the semi. Uh, they have, you know, Puerto Rico had great Seriously? Grades. Someone couldn't wait home, wait yeah. to get home to watch that? I, yeah, I was talking to people, like, and I'm like, I, I couldn't get into it. I, I, I started watching it last night, and I was like, I have to tell you, it just it didn't do anything for me. It was the World Cup of Baseball, I, for God's sake. I am sorry. Um, I feel I, bad that I didn't like it, but I didn't. I, you know, I didn't like the early rounds. I almost didn't watch it. As a matter of fact, before the final rounds, I went, oh, the U.S. is still in? <laughs> I thought they had been eliminated. I'm like, how did, I don't know how they calculate. I figured out afterwards. But I watched the semifinal game uh, against Japan, yeah. and it was very interesting. Uh, it had sort of a playoff atmosphere. It was sort of a cross between a playoff atmosphere and uh, like a World Cup. Yeah, you're right with the which, singing which is cool. and the stuff in the background. And, and the final, there was this rivalry between the teams. So I watched last night the last, what, five or six innings. But I watched it online while I was doing work, which actually, talking about the NCAA tournament, their online viewership, they say, is skyrocketing the TV viewership because people are at work ostensibly doing work but they're streaming it right yeah yeah. and cbs allowed you to spray spray, uh stream everything for free which is nice so you can actually do work and have it up on your computer check it out when you want excuse me so that does help a lot and i mean people on their phones can watch it in in classrooms or wherever they may be and so it does help i think you know that over the last 10 years or so giving away stuff for free is the way to make money they're getting it from the advertising right they have more eyeballs on there you sell advertising you know better than i do yeah eyeballs sell exactly exactly. or earballs earballs yeah (laughs) earballs Balls, eyeballs, you know, both. <laughs> right, right. Um, players resting in the is the other thing I think in the NBA that's uh, gotten big news. And LeBron now really said it was because of him. You know, for a guy that likes to stay out of the attention, he sure does draw a lot of attention to himself. <laughs> he he is the giant orb in the league, the sun, whatever <laughs> metaphor you want to pick. Yeah, and we talked. I know a little bit about it last week, but. Um, there's a difference between holding t- players out like you were saying yeah. last week because you're trying to get a top draft pick, but. Yes, it's going to – people who show up are not going to be happy about it. Um, but the fact of the matter is I think those same fans, particularly in Cleveland, would be happy if they won a championship because of it, don't you think? I see both sides. I, I lean towards the fact that, you know, these players want to rest uh, and they're going to rest. And it's going to be – you're just going to have – as a fan, you're going to have to deal with it. The best thing to do as a fan, honestly, don't buy a ticket till the playoffs. 
that's the only way they're they're going to change. Or you know, we're going to have to figure out a way to 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 get it done. But with 82 games crammed into 140 days, the NBA season is going to be a lot of back-to-backs. And when you play 80 plus 80 plus games, and a lot of these players that are resting are the stars who were in the playoffs last year. Another 30 to 40 games on top of the All Stars and practices. You know, I get it. They're tired, and I don't, I don't know if there is a a, a solution to the problem. Uh, it's just don't buy the tickets if you don't if you don't want to take a chance. It's the only way I can tell you. Yeah, it's I have I, I I I'm always interested in the hot takes that people have about it. It's either all good or all bad. It, you know, it's a lot like anything else. Like you said, it's somewhere in the middle. You know, nobody had an answer. You listen to all the sports talk shows. You know, the Levitard show, Dan Patrick, all of them were like they they just couldn't figure out an answer. They had their callers coming in and say we about what to do or not. What to do? I mean, in well, terms of if, like, if you were coaching the Cavaliers right now and you see that Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and uh, LeBron are all getting banged up. Are you going to sit them to... Well, here's my thing. I would have to... And I'm not trying to get out of the answer. I would have to know a little bit more, but I don't understand why they all have to sit at once. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still trying to get a number one seat, so are they all three equally just as tired? I mean, they've all played different amounts right. of games. Love's been out. Sure. So I understand maybe, you know, hey, LeBron, it's your turn to set it out, and then next game will be Kyrie, next will be Kevin Love or whatever. It was weird that on the two Saturday nights when ABC had the games, big market and and like somebody here at work said, possibly the two biggest games of the year regular season that the Stars set out. Is there an underlining story as well? Uh, I really wanted the is media, there a... You know, did, but the media never really got... They couldn't find that underlying story, and so I don't know if there was or not. Maybe this is... You know, if this were politics, which you opened up with, maybe <laughs> this is the next Benghazi, right? right? Yeah, or the go. FBI, or pick, pick something, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, any other ideas on player resting that your your thoughts were? No, I I, I don't, don't have a problem. I mean, as a, as a as a reporter, if the players are being rested, I'd ask the coaches why, find out why, give their answer. I I don't think that it's the fans don't have a clue. They may be angry, but um, when you're playing, you're you're serving two masters in this way. In this way, that you're. You're wanting to win, and you're wanting to entertain. And if you take those three players out, you're not going to entertain as much, right? Yeah. But maybe it'll help you win. So I think no matter what they do, they're going to lose. So if you're running the team, do what you think is best. There you go. Uh, ESPN, uh, which s- s- seems not to get it. I, I hired Rex Ryan to uh, be a-, a football analyst. on the- I don't know if it's going to be Sunday. or the He's countdown. controversial. He's controversial, but he's a buffoon. I mean, in my opinion, I just I don't see why anybody would, is going to go. Ah, I want to watch ESPN because of Rex Ryan. To me, Rex Ryan is a turnoff to viewers. They're tired of his shtick. It's been the same forever, and I just don't understand how a company that's trying to make money, trying to get it, they're going to hire Rex Ryan. To me, doesn't it doesn't solve that problem. Yeah, I don't, there's very few people. I I, I still prefer the people who uh, are interesting. Um, in their analysis, not controversial. I, like, I'm a real big fan. The more I read about A-Rod and Pete Rose, Pete Rose the other day yeah. was talking about why Jacoby Ellsbury is getting so many um, um, catcher's interference yeah. calls. And he said, well, it's because, you know, he stands back in a box, which most people would say, oh, yeah, of course. But he also said because he waits till the last second. I, I see that in players. And, and, and he gave a really great analysis. So I love a Pete Rose, even though he's both controversial yeah. and insane. But he but, understands the game. But, 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 yeah. but I don't... Yeah, I don't have any interest in him. But I don't hate him either. There you go. Well, that makes one of us then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, the media's coverage of this other one, I'm hoping this drove you crazy this week. Tom Brady's jersey. I mean, it was everywhere. It's the lead story on everything. To me, it, it's it's a story. 
but it did not serve the coverage it got as, as a lead story on the Today Show, Sports Center opening up with it, other shows. Your thoughts? I mean, in the, in the media? This may be one of the most important sports stories of the last decade. <laughs> I think there's no way that you wouldn't cover. I don't understand what you're talking about. It is clearly an important thing. This is his. This is his uniform for God's sake. Why would you? What's he going to wear? He's going to wear no shirt when he's out on the field. I know maybe some people would appreciate that, but these are the questions we want answered, right? Somebody does, Joe. And obviously, <laughs> it's only you. <laughs> uh, just it, that was one of those ones. I mean, I, you turn on, you're just like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, I'm glad they caught the guy. I'm glad he's getting his jersey back. That's the story. Move on. I don't care anymore. Um, and the NFL, who which has seems to be able to in charge of everything, couldn't figure out how to way to keep this guy from stealing something right in the middle of the Super Bowl post game celebration. And who cares? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now, now, on a serious note, though, I did want to ask you. Cause that I, wasn't serious? Okay. Uh, all right. More, oh, okay. more of fun. All right. Fun. All right. All right. On a serious note, um, one of the greatest writers, and this is not really sports, but it is you know, media, Jimmy Breslin passed away. And I know that you're uh, a fan of you know the, the writing and sports writing and news writing of, of the past century. Uh, what did Jimmy Breslin mean to uh, the, the journalism industry? Well, he was a good reporter, and a lot of people forget good columnists are good reporters first. Um, I was, I was overwhelmed sometimes with some of the pieces he wrote that were in the first person, but the third. I don't know if you were a big Seinfeld fo- uh, fan. Oh, I love Seinfeld. Yeah. Remember the one character who would speak about himself in the third person? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, Jimmy Breslin did that in his columns sometimes. Okay. And uh, I, I first time I saw it in Seinfeld, I said, "Are they?" mimicking Jimmy Breslin but he did it in such a way that he wasn't annoying like this other guy and he did some other things great writing it's, it's, as a matter of fact two other people um, that I think about when I think of Breslin one is Red Smith who is everybody talks about Grantland Rice I think Red Smith was one of the greatest writers of all time and there's yeah. we could do a whole show on that but the other person who died was Chuck Berry was, yes. I think it was the same day or the day before yeah, Chuck Berry uh died uh jimmy breslin and it's been a bad week dallas green's passed away yeah dallas uh, green just uh, jerry krause yep and uh the guy from the gong show died too oh really chuck berry paris paris yeah yeah has one of the greatest people of all time the unknown comic <laughs> yeah, with the bag over his head but he, with um with with some of the uh i'm just trying to remember i, I lost my thought there sorry that's okay other thoughts on your mind this week on the sports media show um the u.s women's hockey team have you been following that? They're about late, their they're, they're not going to play because they think they're not getting enough money. Uh, it has been covered a little bit more than I thought it was. I'm not up on the details, I'll be honest with you about it. Well, good. I wrote some down. Um, sure <laughs> but uh, it's one, one thing, it's kind of interesting, but not shocking or surprising, that the only time we talk about women's sports is when there's something like the U.S. soccer team that getting, was getting less than the men, even though they brought yeah. in more money, or if somebody in the WNBA is talking about sexuality among players. That said, let's talk about the, uh, the U.S. women's soccer. I didn't realize how bad it was until I read through here, how much, how little they're getting. They're getting hardly, they're getting less than like 18-year-old team or something I heard about. Yeah, they're getting um, paid for six months out of a four-year cycle. And roughly, they each get about $6,000. So if you're looking about this, and again, I wouldn't have been able to memorize these, but um, (laughs) in the non-Olympic years, the U.S. women's team is only playing nine games, but the U.S. 16- to 20-year-old team plays 60. They're funneling all the money to what's happening to the men's. The other one is $3.4 million is going to the boys' development program, almost nothing to the women. $1.4 million is given to U.S. uh, Hockey League for 16- to 20-year-olds. Meanwhile, the women get $6,000 and are having second and third jobs. Um, And this happens this week. 
and one thing you now they picked the right time. <laughs> Yeah. This is the year of, I guess, the boycott, because the U.S. championship is going to be in Michigan this year for the first time in, I think, five years, I think I read. Uh, so it keeps Americans away. And they said they're yeah. going to put another team in there. Yeah, I don't follow it that much, but you, well, know, I, you, nor, you nor can really I. see the discrepancy, and you can understand why the women are mad, and I'm surprised there hasn't been more outrage on it on maybe some of the women's talk shows and things like that that have really that would take hold and maybe you know do a little... Uh, for lack of a better way, to just burn a little bit of the ground fire to get the, the, right. the story out. But it, it's not really been something that's really the, in ma the mainstream media is taking grasp of. I, I'm wondering if it's if this happened in June or July. or I mean, I, I wonder if March Madness has sucked all the oxygen out uh, and maybe some of the other athletic things. I, I'm not yeah. sure. And I think that there's certain women's sports that have caught on. Like women's college basketball now is kind of a, is, it's a thing. Sure, if UConn were to say, we're not going yeah. in for something, big news, right? Yeah. And women's, you know, college softball has really gotten popular. Their ratings last year were decent for the NCAA championships. So I think that there's ways that you know, the women's sports have caught on and have grasped it. I just don't know if women's hockey is there yet. But right. the only way to do it, they got to get out and rattle the cage, and maybe this will get some, uh, you know, get some a groundswell of change in their forefront. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, and it will be interesting to see what the coverage will be if they in fact do boycott this because the when do they have to make a decision by? Do you know? Uh, I think it's this weekend. Does it start? Yeah. I'll have to double check I, again. I. I, I, I haven't been a big follower yeah. of the World Championship for women's hockey, although they've won seven of the last nine championships. Yeah. And there's apparently a pool of 90 players that they could pull from. Well, the captain of the team talked to every single one, and none of them will play. So we will not field a team. And if we don't, that becomes big news. Sadly, yeah. the negative becomes, but that's news, period, right? I guess, you know, somebody has to be that, the Kurt Flood has to, you know, be the yes. person that sets it, yes. that sets it apart. So maybe the U.S. women's national team will do that this year. We'll find out. Uh, other things, uh, interesting, a, a side note, I guess, Doug Gottlieb left CBS to go to Fox Sports 1. Right, I saw that. But today is interviewing to be the Oklahoma State basketball coach. <laughs> Because he played at Oklahoma State. I sure. Guess he he, I'm sure he's multi-talented. He could probably do either one. Well, <laughs> I would think. But I just thought it was really he, – he, you know, he just took the job at Fox Sports 1, and then like the next day Oklahoma State calls him and said, hey, would you come here and interview? And I guess out of allegiance to his alma mater, he said yes. But I'm wondering what the folks at Fox Sports 1 <laughs> – I'm thinking one. what does that say about Fox Sports 1, too? Yeah, yeah, they're hurting anyway. So there you go. All right, let's get to the real story. We've uh -huh. talked about sports of course. and media. You want to talk about our favorite TV show? The Walking Dead. Absolutely. Now you you're two you were two behind last week, so now we're we're caught up through this past weekend Correct. shows. Um, in this last week's show, there wasn't a lot of activity during the middle of it. The end ended ended well, I guess. Uh, but your thoughts right now where we're at on The Walking Dead? Um, I'm I'm probably blending the last two shows. Forgive me That's if fine, I. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that scene I think was not last week's with the week before where, where Morgan uh, choked out that one character. Yeah was a very powerful scene. Yes. Oh, I, did yeah. you did you like that scene? I, yeah, that's what I, I couldn't really remember. I, said I know, Morgan you're trying and, to tell me I that. Was trying to, I wanted to tell you who the lead story people were in that episode, but I couldn't really get into that. Yeah, Morgan killed this guy. Um, so there we go. I, I, I thought that that, and also the whole thing at the very end of this past week's show, uh, when uh, the characters are there and they see somebody who appears to be Daryl, who I don't think is, and I wonder if it's going to be... It's going to be uh, the... 
the guy that had been burned in the face. And I cannot think of his name. Negan's right hand man. Yeah, I was uh, not Daryl. Uh, Dwight. Dwight. Thank Dwight. you very much. Good job, Joe. Right. Yeah, I think it's going to be Dwight over Daryl. I think Daryl seems to be the obvious choice, but Dwight also has the bow, and so I think it'll be Dwight. Do you think he's going to be turning though? But he's not going to shoot at her and goes, "Okay, I'm fed up." That's going to be one of the twists, and that's going to help her get in. And that's my speculation. I've said forever, Dwight, Dwight is going is my number one choice. You have that's going to kill Negan. I think it's Dwight, so that'll be, it'll probably be Daryl then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think Dwight is ready with all the things that are going on. Um, I think something's going to happen there. Yeah. I think uh, that, I, I, I like the I like the show by the way. Just, you, yeah, you liked it, but I think it's because I told you my standards have, have dropped a little. But maybe not. But but you, but you, I will say this: I go to a, usually on Monday. I'll go to like Yahoo's and I'll check some of the, like the Walking Dead, you know, whatever you want to call them, fan forum uh, websites, and almost to a point. They called the last two the two episodes boring. They could have got it, all, both those combined into a thirty minute show. Nothing's happening. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And I think they've just spoiled us with so much action in previous shows that we're coming down to the final two episodes of the year, and we've really had some. You know, at least us, at least for some of us fans, and they've been dogs. And so now we're down to these final two episodes, and I and it's going to be this. My expectations are they did it on purpose, knowing the next two episodes are absolutely unbelievable, and they're going to leave us in a lurch for summer. If not, I think they're going to lose fans. I think they're struggling to figure out how to handle all the characters they have. I in the past, they could just kill them off. Who died this week? <laughs> yeah. You know, because they're just going around. And I think they're trying to develop two more, which tell, makes me wonder, is there going to be a spinoff? Um, is there something else going on? Why are they having so many characters? I think they need to kill some off, just sort of like when they came on the farm in Georgia. I think that I wonder if that's going to happen over the next two weeks, that there's going to be a big fight and people are die. But then you have all these different places yeah, they got to so go to. Yeah, so many people in there. Uh, and, and this, have you, uh, do you watch the, the spinoff, by the way, The Fear of the Walking Dead? I tried it, and I have no interest. If yeah. I were doing a spinoff, I wouldn't do it in another warm weather place. I would do it in something completely different. How about Alaska? Yeah. What's, it, what's it like to be in Alaska to do that? Or, yeah. or, or, or on a, I don't know. There's got to be other ways to do it than another yeah, place. Yeah, I gave that like, one about five episodes, and again, it moves so slow. And I, and I think part of it is we were adjusted on how to get rid of the zombies. So from, we knew. We knew how to get rid yeah. of them. We're like, why don't these idiots figure this out? Come on, you idiot! Just stab uh, him in the head. Yeah. That's that's got to be easy. I, yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it. So uh, and don't I think, try that at home, kids. Yes, uh, it's definitely talk about The Walking Dead. So uh, that's all I got for this week. You got anything else, Joe? Anything no, else? that's about it, really. All right. Well, that's it for this show. This is our 25th show, kind of a uh, benchmark here. We made it through 25, my friend. That's right. It's uh, been a lot of fun. There you go. So we'll be back next week. I'm Jeff. I'm Joe. Everybody have a great day. We hope you enjoyed the sports media show with Jeff and Joe. Check back weekly for the next show. This is the sports podcast that talks about the media's coverage of sports.